Guys, it's time for another episode of the MI Ice Guys, podcasting hard water fishing in the Great Lakes State. Hey guys, we're back. It's uh, fall of 2019. We're up at Deer Camp, Steph and I. Up in Merritt today. Yeah. Finally, finally got a deer to shoot today. And a deer down. Yeah, so we got one hanging. And uh, we thought we would just take a few minutes to uh, do kind of a preseason uh, MI Ice Guys. You know, talk about some of the things we're looking forward to this season, some of the things that are going on. Uh, I know we had that big teaser on opening weekend of Deer Camp. and uh, so Super cold weather. Super cold weather, a, lot, a bunch Skimmed of snow. Skimmed up some lakes. Froze up some lakes, but Froze people up. were getting on. Yeah, some of the guys were getting on. It was uh, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the warm weather is taking care of that. <laughs> pretty much here in the lower peninsula, uh, I don't know of anywhere I would recommend being safe. But No. After tomorrow, especially not. Oh, yeah, that wind and rain a coming in. rain coming. But it's the temperatures at night are not getting real warm. They're staying below freezing. So the water's staying cold. So as soon as we get some still days... And uh, days that aren't above freezing. Things should lock up pretty good. Oh, it's going to lock up fast and stuff. So we're looking forward to that because uh, we got a couple of new things that we've picked up over the uh, summer. You know, we're always looking for deals and looking to get out there and get back on some fish. And uh, my freezer's pretty much out. (laughs) Uh, The first night up here at Deer Camp, we fried up. Uh, I guess it was our second night. We fried up the the last of what I had and uh, had a fish fry with some potato wedges that Steph made up. It was absolutely awesome stuff. But uh, we're looking forward to having a great season this year. It looks like it's going to be really cold. And depending on who you talk to, it might be not as much snow, which is good for ice because, you know, that snow builds up and weights it down. I heard colder, but below normal precipitation, which yeah. is great because we've had a really wet year. Yeah, I think hopefully we've got all the participation out of its system. <laughs> because I would like to participate without precipitation. Mm-hmm. And I hope I said all that right. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we've got some dates coming up where we're going to be doing some seminars. Uh, one of the ones is our Alan Bobs in South Side of Grand Rapids. Now, if you guys didn't make it there last year, they are in a new location. They're at 68th Street and 131, right behind the gas station there. They share space with Millbrook Tack now. Uh, so one of the benefits I like is you go in and those, uh, a lot of the girls that work there that work the horse tack stuff, they're pretty cute. Mm-hmm. A lot better than Scott DeVries. <laughs> and uh, Scott's in semi-retirement. Uh, the other guys, he's got some new guys in there that are helping out and stuff. And there's a few old faces that uh, from the industry that popped back around working part-time with them. As always, there's some really great uh, deals over there, and especially on December 5th, Thursday night at 6 p.m., Steph and I are going to be down there to do a little seminar and talk about some stuff. The guys from K&E, Jack and the guys are going to be over there, and they're going to do their buy three Scandia jigs, get one free. And he's got some other deals with buy rods, buy a combo, get some jigs, get some stuff. Uh, I think if you buy a spear, you get a decoy. A lot of great deals from our uh, friends at K&E, as well as I know Alan Bobs are throwing in some other uh, prizes. One of them I was talking to Scott about that I think I can let the cat out of the bag on. 
bait for the season. Free bait from Alan Bob's for the season. And uh, you'll have to come to the seminar to register for that. And I don't know if he's getting one or two winners with that, but I talked. I think I talked him into it. And that ought to be awesome because now you don't have to buy bait all season long. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I know it's where I go because I live on the south side of town. That's where I go to pick up bait. And they're also a great sponsor that helps out with our kids' ice day that we do typically every year, uh, you know, late February, early March, typically. And uh, we're going to try and figure out when we can do it this year. Um, we've got our dates for world championships, so we have to work those in. And a few other things. Uh, Steph, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking getting forward on. to getting on the hard water again this year, yeah. trying out the new uh, Garmin live scope there. That's yeah. going to be a little game changer there to have fun with and play with this year. Yeah, Steph bought that thing, and he put it on the boat. And I got to fish with him and Chad with one off of uh, the boat in August. It's unbelievable. You turn the thing, and it looks out underneath the ice, or in that case, underneath the water, and there's the feet, fish right over there so many yards away. It it was unbelievable. Spin over, get right on top of them when we were jigging salmon. That was very nice. Oh, yeah. Jigging salmon was a huge bunch of fun. We had a great time with that. Um, another date put on the calendar, or as uh, our friend Joppy says, right in the dust on your dash, the 7th and 8th of December are the DNR Sports Days for ICE. And there's a number of seminars going to be going on down there. Everything from walleye to uh, sizing your baits for the fish you want to catch to new water and our ever-popular ice guy panel where we have four or five of us up there and you can ask us anything in the world and we'll give you an answer. Sometimes you get multiple answers from multiple ice guys. It's really a cool thing. And there's going to be a huge number of deals. I know that that it's astounding every year they clean out the jigs. I mean, the people are lined up. I don't think out. it officially starts till 10 o'clock, but they're in there. They're ready to go at 8.30, mm -hmm. waiting for the door to get unlocked. Get in there to DNR Sports down there in Kalamazoo, and they pick this stuff clean. Well, they want to get their hot jigs for the year. Remember how quick some of those cleaned out? Oh, my God, yeah. They knew I mean, what they wanted, and they were, they were scarfing them up as quick as we put them out. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if you guys haven't gone to uh, Caney Stopper Lures out there at uh, stopperlures.com, and checked out the selection. You can get the number you want, check out all the colors, everything. They're all available right down there online, so you can be prepared and know what you need to get. And Jack does the same deal. Buy three, get one free from the K&E guys right there at their booth. I know that there's uh, always deals on shanties, sleds. I know I scored that uh, great deal on that spud a couple of years ago because mm -hmm. mine went missing. I don't know where it went, but. All of a sudden, I need a new spot. That was where I picked it up when we were down there doing the seminars. So you guys will have to make sure you come down for that. Um, we got some other uh, interesting things coming up this year. The uh, national championships, I believe that's like around the 20th of December. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be – where's that one held this year, Steph? Uh, Minnesota. Out in Minnesota. So the guys, uh, you know, Chad and Anthony – they're going to definitely be out there. Our friends Jake and Aaron, I know they're going to the championships. I don't mm -hmm. think I'm going to make it. Are you heading out, Seth? No, I don't plan on it. 
Yeah, we're going to have ice here. We're going to be here fishing <laughs> with you guys. We might all have to go over. a little bit further north, but we might find a little ice. Hey, we've found uh, some spots, and right up here by Deer Camp, we've got a couple of uh, lakes that we uh, want to learn a lot more about. Our good buddy Doug that uh, provides us the camp, we use it as ice camp in the winter as well. And we want to get a little more out on Houghton Lake and out on St. Helen. And we've got a couple of little secret backwater ponds that we want to really do some exploring on because Doug and I got to fish them this summer and had an absolute blast. So we're looking forward to that stuff. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk, uh, you know, just about a little bit of prep for the season. Some things that you better go through on your gear to make sure you don't get caught not ready. We're the MI Ice Guys, and we're going to be right back. Hey guys, Chaz here from the MI Ice Guys. I want to talk to you about k and Stopper Lures, especially the Scandia line of tungsten jigs. I've been having a great time fishing with these this year and last year. The new colors are awesome. Check them out. Get out there to your local sporting goods shop and look for that blue packaging with yellow text on it. Pick up a Scandia lure or 10. It's a whole lot of fun to fish with. They're bright, they're durable, and good stuff. Hey guys, welcome back. Steph and Chaz live from Deer Camp. We got deer hanging, so we can talk ice fishing now. Yes. It's like one of those official things you got to get done your deer and stuff. Steph still needs to get one, but... We'll, we'll work on that. But at least we got the skunk out of the box. Yes. And uh, got a nice uh, it's nice size doe tonight. The, we're up here in uh, Misaki County, and got to be three on each, on one side for bucks, and they just weren't adding up to that. They no. were spikes and fours and saw three. Threes. Yeah. <laughs> Steph saw one tonight. He, he couldn't tell what. There was horns, but he couldn't count them. And it was gone. <laughs> yeah, and it was gone. It was northbound, and he was setting. So, hey, we wanted to talk a little bit about prep. You know, we touch on it every season, but it's something that you always have to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got a lot of equipment. A lot of that equipment we've spent a lot of money on. And uh, you want to you make sure you got some things uh, taken care of. One of the biggies, and we talk about it in the spring all the time, and here it is, the fall, and did you take care of your battery for your electronics all summer? Mm-hmm. Did you charge it? Because if you didn't charge it all summer and you left it setting somewhere, it could be shot. Yeah. You need to get that thing out and check it out. Check it out. See if it still takes a charge. Fortunately, you can pick up a new battery pretty reasonable. Yeah, they've come down a lot in price over the years. Yeah. The last couple of years, they've been the lowest I've ever seen them. Yeah, the lead-acid batteries. I mean, the the standard 7-amp-hour that pretty much everybody uses goes for about 20 bucks now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know Alan Bob's have them. They'll have a big stack of them at DNR when we're down there on the sale days. And you probably even get a discount on those on the during the events. Uh, but if you can't make it to those, you know, even Home Depot has them. You can just run in and get them. Uh, you can even upgrade yourself if you don't mind a little bit more weight, a little bit more cost to go to the nan- 9 amp hour. Uh, I've got some of those 11 and 12 amp hours. Too heavy. heavy for your bucket. <laughs> you don't want to carry those around all day. No, that is, that's not a good plan for that. So uh, you want to do that. But there's also another angle 
that you can go to, and that's the lithium ions. Uh, they they really were just peaking out in 2000, probably fall of 17 and fall of 18. They were getting to be pretty commonplace. Now the price is starting to slip down just a little bit on them. And, yeah. Uh, I know you switched over for yeah. a couple of your units. Yeah, they work well for mine. I mean, but like with your unit, it's too light. Yeah. So with the big Markham on there, it's too front heavy. Yeah, my uh, LX7, uh, it uh, – it it sticks out there and it's a big unit, so it it needs a little more back weight on it mm-hmm. and stuff. But now, like Chad and Anthony, who they're yeah, quite often running around, hopping and carrying and stuff, they want it as light as possible. Yep. And uh, that really helps out if because the lithium ions, what are they? About a third of the weight. Yeah. Yep. And they're actually less susceptible to cold. Yeah, they perform well in cold weather. Yeah, just like we've talked about in the past, if you've got a cordless drill to run your auger, lithium-ion batteries on that cordless drill, and you don't have the cold-weather drain. That's one other battery you should have been charging over the summer. Yes. Well, hopefully <laughs> you were building a deck or yeah. doing oh maintenance drill for other things. Um, there's a lot of those things out mm-hmm. there. <clears throat> but, uh, excuse me, guys. But anyway, you know, it's, it's just time to get out of those things out. Put them on the charger. Cycle them through, you know. Run them for a little bit and make sure that they're not going to go kaput on you on the first trip out on the ice because that's a real bummer. We've all had those days. Mm-hmm. Batteries go dead and stuff. Uh, you, the next thing you probably got to look at is your auger since we were talking about those. Is, you got sharp blades? Yeah. I know that Alan Bobs can sharpen some, but uh, Bill's sharpening service up on Alpine, he's doing a lot more of them, and I guess he does, I, I haven't taken any yet. But uh, he can do them, and a lot of people are bragging about uh, the work he does on those. So Now's you might the time to check get that. Them there. Or make sure you pick up some spare blades and have those handy. Have them in your bottom of your bucket. There's an extra pay, little bit of weight to add. If you're uh, switching to a lithium-ion, put a set, spare set of blades in there, and don't forget the wrench or screwdriver, depending on the kind of blades that you have. Yes. Um, now I have the strike master laser takes a little eight millimeter, uh, end wrench. I found those little ratchet wrenches. Oh my God. Is that a dream? You can really change them out very quickly with that. Yeah. Very handy. Uh, but then like the Nero's or the HT's, they take a screwdriver, Phillips screwdriver. And believe me, we've, we've seen a few buddies get cut on those. And uh, what right. you want is a, a really one of those bigger uh, Phillips heads on the stubby. So you don't, you're not wobbling around. You don't tear up, cut up your hands and all those things. But you want to be careful and do that. And make sure you have your blade guard. Never change your blades while they're on your drill. Yes. <laughs> At least take the battery off or yeah. something. something. You don't need sushi. No. Finger sushi bad. Uh you want to make sure that you're safe about that. So, you know, prep your auger. Uh, one of the other things you might want to do to it before the season is clean up any little bit of residual rust on it, on those blades and stuff. You know, maybe they're sharp, but they just got a little bit of rust because you didn't spray them down with Check your bolts. Stuff. Make sure they're snug. Tighten them up. I carry yeah. a little Loctite with me. Yeah. So I put the blue Loctite on there when I change them out. Make sure your auger plate's on there. 
for uh, up there and tighten up the uh, wing nut. Make sure those things are all just in good shape. Give it a spin. Make sure it's all working well. And, you know, it's time to go fishing in the garage, you know. Set up your stuff. Get it out there. Lay it out. Make sure it's all there. Do a little trial run. If you've got a shanty, especially if you've got one of these, uh, the flipovers or something that's all packed away, make sure Fivel has not moved in over the winter, over the summer. Hopefully you listened to our podcast last time and packed some dryer sheets and stuff in there. Yeah. In the Keep spring. Keep the critters out. The dryer sheets. Uh, I like them better than the mothballs because they yeah, smell, smell downy fresh. <laughs> uh, but you want to you want to make sure that you've got that stuff there. Go through your jig selection. You know, we already told you that uh, k is going to be having specials on jigs. Everybody else is, too, at these ice shows. Make sure you know what you need. Go through and organize your box. You know how it gets all jumbled up. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Steph, you organize by size first and then color, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, I do color, and then I on each line, I'll work down in size. But however you organize up your jig box. And check all that line on your, your rods. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, if it's recently replaced, uh, peel off about 30 yards and tie off fresh. Yeah. You know, get into some fresh line. Get rid of that first. I mean, it can get dry. 20, it gets yards. nicked. It gets messed up. UV damage to it and stuff. And if you pull off like the 20, 30 yards, like mm-hmm. Steph said, hey, you know, you're down to some line that hasn't seen the light of day. Especially unless ice you're fishing. Unless <laughs> you're fishing some really deep stuff. That, <laughs> yes. You know, if you're at the bottom of Deep Lake or something, maybe. But uh, normally, you know, we're spooling off, you know, 30, 40 feet max when we're mm-hmm. fishing. But if you spill them off 30 yards, throw it away. Don't leave it out on the ice. Uh, you know, tuck that away. And you've got some fresh line you're not going to break off. If you left jigs tied on, by all means, retie them. Oh, yes, definitely. Not a doubt. Don't trust a year-old knot. That's a story for the bar right there. I had him right to the hole, and then it broke off. Don't pull an Anthony and let the fish tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you should have done. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just go through all your rods and make sure that there's not, uh, you know, broken tips or anything else that's on there. Make sure that the guides are all yeah. true. Not just broken tips, but that little ring that's inside of some of the guides yeah. can pop out. And then you got a really sharp edge there that will cut that line. Line cutter. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm one of the guys that I don't believe in super expensive rods. Uh, You know, a good quality medium price rod is more than enough. Uh, You know, the deals, I I fish with a lot of the Scandias, which are probably more of the economical rods, but it allows me to have a lot more. And if one breaks or we lose the eyelet out of one or something happens, you're not that heartbroken on uh, replacing it. It's not like you had that $140 St. Croix that somebody slammed the door on the spring. You don't even got to do that. <laughs> yeah. If you look at it wrong and it breaks. <laughs> so, you know, you want to you want to just go through your equipment like that and get things. Now, make sure you got your safety equipment around. Number one yes. safety piece of equipment we always talk about is take a buddy. Yes, a friend. Don't go out on the ice alone because they'll find you in the spring. And, boy, they're going to be all pissed off that they, you know, where were you at Christmas? So make sure that uh, you take a buddy with you, and it's a good day to get together, drink a few beers while you and your buddy are going through your equipment, getting everything ready to go. Uh, Spud, 
We mentioned the yep. spud earlier. You know, make sure your spud's out there. You might want to take them in and sharpen that. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure it didn't get dinged up or the kids didn't go uh, dig holes with it over <laughs> the summer or something equally as horrifying. But uh, make sure that that's good. And if it's got a little rust on it or something somewhere, you know, clean it up with some steel wool or wire brush or whatever. Make Shoot sure your it. rope's good on it. Yep. Shoot it with a little paint. Make it all look fresh. Uh, yeah, good rope on it. And make sure you mm-hmm. use that rope because otherwise it goes <laughs> boop right on through. Uh, especially if you just sharpened it. That's, uh, you know, something you want to avoid. Now, flotation. Now, there's a couple of ways to approach that. Number one, the floating suits. Big mm-hmm. advocate of those. Uh, Steph and I both have those. And especially on the early ice. Now, when we got to Kazakhstan a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and it was four feet ice, we really weren't was... worried about those, but uh, nah. having that. But also something throwable mm-hmm. in there as well. A throw rope. A throw, throw rope. PFD. Yeah, being able, maybe having a little carabiner on the end of the rope so that you can clip it onto a PFD. Well, you know those square boat cushions? Yeah. Those work great for a throwable. And there's something to set on. And you can on. have the rope tied to one end of it. Right. Give it nice heft to throw it out there. And, you know, because, you know, you might have to rescue somebody else. Now, most certainly everybody knows about picks. I read some online discussion the other day about these cheapskates that wouldn't go out and buy a 5 to $7 set of picks. They're like, I took old screwdrivers and sharpened them on my grinder. <laughs> Please. I mean. He costs more for screwdrivers than it is for the picks. <laughs> yeah. These modern picks, I mean, they have the nice little spring-loaded guard on them. Mm-hmm. You run the – sometimes you get a, a lengthen the cord on them. Yeah. Because I like to run them through the sleeves of my coat so that they're right where I need them on early ice. If I do go through, I'm not going to be having Just to wait. around for them. Yeah. Which pocket did I zipper those up into? Mm-hmm. That's what you say as you go to the bottom <laughs> of the lake. Uh, so you want to you want to make sure you got all that stuff around. Make sure you got your good coast of sunglasses out so that you can uh, you know see on those beautiful sunny days out on that glare ice. It also lets you see the quality of the ice. You can spot where old holes were, things like that. And have your nice, warm, stormy cromer on. Yeah, wear your stormy cromer. <laughs> if you don't have a stormy cromer, and God forbid, if you live in the state of Michigan and don't know what a stormy cromer is, get on we, Google. We need to talk. <laughs> yes, we need to talk drastically. Uh, they're the best wool hat out there. But uh, staying warm is a very important thing. Good set of gloves, spare gloves. And one of the things I'm a big fan of is the dry bucket. Now, if you've listened to our show before, you know that I like to build my own things quite often. Uh, Not my picks, but some of the other things I like to build. And one of the things I came up with is this dry bucket because I have a lot of friends that have swimming pools. And when they get their pool chemicals, these chemicals come in a bucket with a screw top lid. And one of those buckets I have rigged up with dry clothes. So if, God forbid, I did go through the ice, I have dry clothes in a bucket in the truck because as soon as I get to shore, the first thing I'm doing is peeling out of that wet stuff. Some nice dry baggy clothes, nice warm pair of socks, some sweatpants, something easy to get into. Yeah, because jeans over wet, cold legs do not work. So get you in a big old hoodie and a pair of baggy sweatpants and some slippers, bare minimum. socks be nice. And that's just quick stuff you can get into, get in the truck, and go home. Because after you get wet, your day is done. 
Now, I know we're going to have this discussion down at uh, DNR. Because there's going to be the three or four old guys that are going to tell us, oh, I got my car hearts I've had for 15 <laughs> years, and I stay real warm with those. Yes, right. you do stay real warm in car hearts. Mm-hmm. But have you ever tried to swim in them? Like a sponge. <laughs> They're a sponge with an anchor hooked to them. <laughs> and if you've ever gotten your car hearts really wet, you know they take about two weeks to dry out, no matter what you do to them. And most people haven't even washed the barn off them or the grease from the tractor or whatever stuff. That helps in the waterproofing. <laughs> uh, well, maybe, but that's splash resistance, not immersion. Uh, but, you know, hey, investing in some good ice gear is a, is a good thing. And check yeah. it out. Check out the sales at these events that are coming up. They're going to yeah, be these, awesome. These new suits should be part of your critical equipment for ice fishing. They're so awesome. Oh, I mean, yeah. Basically, you wear your shanty now. With these suits. They're very remarkable. Yep. Your sled. Ooh, we forgot to talk about your sled. Mm-hmm. Hey, when you get it out and you dig it out from wherever you had it, and hopefully the kids haven't been running up and down the gravel driveway <laughs> or worse, up and down the asphalt, um, flip that thing over and take a look at the bottom. If it's got a bunch of scratches and scars and mars to it and stuff like that, you know, you can clean a little bit of that up. You know, if there's mm-hmm. this big things hanging off it clean those off you know even if you got to shave them off a little bit and then you know some car wax yeah check your runners check your runners if you got runners on it make sure they don't have burrs or a screw sticking out or missing check the rope on that yeah. you know old five might have take, made that for lunch or you know the kids might have cut it off to go build a fort or something uh, just make sure you got your stuff in order Lay it all out. Get it all ready to go. Sort your plastics. Make sure there's no dead bait left in your pucks. Um, don't let the wife catch you running the pucks in the dishwasher, though. Um, Steph and I don't have that problem. We're not married, but you know what I'm saying, guys that are. Um, clean up your stuff. Be ready to go. And I think it's going to be an absolutely awesome season. Mm-hmm. What am I forgetting, Steph? What else should we fix up? Sharpen some hooks. Get some new things. Come to the ice show. Talk to yeah, us there. Come on down to the ice show. Join us. Got questions? Bring them. If you don't have a set of cleats, I know that they got those on sale every year. There's some new ones available from K&E. I saw them in the uh, preview pack that we got. Uh, there's some, always some good new things coming out. Spring bobbers, a lot of interesting things. So, And I used my quad for deer hunting this year, and the battery was about dead when I first got in, got on it. And so I had to put on a charger and charge that up. And yep, battery on your quad. There's another good one. I got to put a new one in mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, it's just something. Be prepared. Get prepared. Do a little fishing in the garage, guys. And by all means, come down to one of the ice seminars and visit us. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk just a little bit about tournament season and give you a little heads up on what's going to happen with the world championships this year. So I'm Chaz and he's Steph. Hey, we're going to crack another beer and talk to you. Be right back. Guys, when you're out on the ice, do you protect your eyes? Liam I Ice Guys have partnered with Costa Del Mar Sunglasses. Made in America, made by hand. The thinnest glass technology for sunglasses. 100% UV protection. We love our Costas so much, we took them to Finland to the world's. They allowed us to see where other people had been drilling before, protected our eyes in the blowing snow, and kept us looking good on the ice. 
Made in America, Costa Del Mar sunglasses. Get them online, get them at a local retailer near you. Remember, tell them the MI Ice guys sent you in. You need the best. Hey guys, welcome back. It's uh, Chaz and, uh, yep, time to pop a beer and uh, talk tournament talk. <laughs> so, uh, Steph and I are here and, uh, you know, I was just looking at the uh, NAIFC schedule and uh, it looks like it's going to be quite the year. Uh, I know that uh, occasionally we get to fish one, but uh, our good buddies Anthony and Chad and uh, Jake, who you hear Jake on the on the show quite often as well, they're all participating this year. And they're going to be uh, starting out in Green Lake, uh, Spicer, uh, Minnesota. You fish that one, Steph? No, I'm not. That's a new lake this year. The other one's one I fished previously. And that's going to start out on the 5th of January. Uh, then they're going to be over in uh, Hebigan in uh, West Yellowstone. Yep. Uh, Been there. Yeah, that's when you... That's, that's for the rainbow through the ice. Yeah. Uh, Occasional brown. Yeah, that that's kicking right off on the 12th. And then on the 19th, they're going to be uh, in Iowa on Okeechobee. Yeah. And... Uh, Is that the perch one? Eh, they don't say on this right no, okay. here. I'd, uh, I'd have to dig into more things on it. But uh, then they're going to be in uh, Lake Redstone, Reedsburg, Wisconsin, on the 26th. Um, then they're going down to Illinois, February 2nd. It's going to be uh, Channel Lake in Illinois. And then they're going to do uh, Laporte, Indiana. Now, we went to that one last That's year. That's the one we were at, yeah. That was a pretty cool one. Mm-hmm. What's the dates on that one? That one's going to be February 8th. We're not going to make that. We're going to be on a big old we'll be, airplane. We'll be traveling. Yeah. And uh, then the... Uh, if you can make that one, you should. Yeah. That's that's going to be a, a great one. all nice meals down there. We had, uh, what, we had prime rib dinner last year. Yeah. The community down there, <laughs> actually, they they kick in and they, they feed you. And open bar. And open bar. I couldn't believe like, it. Man. We drank a, beer, a bunch of beers on them. I was like, this is awesome. Pine Lake in Laporte, Indiana. Really nice and uh, kind of a shallow lake. But uh, they had some good crappie in there. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit tough to get on. But uh, once you got on them, uh, I think Newby and Wilson, they... Uh, they found them. Yeah, they always find them <laughs> down there. They got a, some kind of secret on that. Mm-hmm. Then the 22nd of February, they're going to be over, or actually the 23rd is going to be uh, in Akanashwa, Lake Akanashwa in uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin. And uh, then the last one of the season is March 8th. Uh, they're going to be uh, Bemidji, Minnesota. So, you know, it's a good season. There's a lot of them, a lot of those uh Tournaments. Most of them are eight per or eight bluegill, eight crappie, on those, uh, with the exception of as Steph mentioned, uh, uh, Montana. They're after the rainbows. Yeah, and then uh, uh, what were we thinking? That probably that Illinois one might be the perch one. So no Michigan tournament posted yet. Yeah, they haven't posted a Michigan one, but they were talking about that being the another weekend when we were gone. Yeah. Uh, somewhere around the 16th of February. But uh, if you think you got what it takes, man, you got to get out there and try. It's and, fun uh, experience. You'll learn a lot. 
Yeah, run the uh, NAIFC, and you can find out more information by going to NAIFC. That's North American Ice Fishing Circuit dot com, and uh, they've got all the rules up there. They've got all the information about the uh, teams and past winners and all that stuff. Where all the tournaments are going to be and the flyers. It's a lot of a lot of fun to go out and fish those things. Those are two man teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got some real simple rules. You got to be like 16 feet apart minimum. Can't get any further than that from your partner. You got to fish as a team. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you're not at a hole, that ain't your hole. Uh, so it's, open. it's an open hole. It. So it's a free one. Mm-hmm. As Anthony said, one less it, he's got a drill. Uh, but uh, you know, it's a really good competition, and it's the best eight bluegills and the best. A crappie Generally. in most of the lakes, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what it is down in Indiana, which is yeah. probably the closest one for anybody in, in uh, Michigan. Um, so they, uh, oh yeah, they do have St. Helen on here on the seventeenth of February. Okay. I don't know how I missed that, but anyway, it's it's quite the uh, quite the tournament to see, and you go in on Friday night, and Friday night, you know, everybody's kind of hanging out around and stuff, and there's a Typically, a rules meeting goes on, and you got to go to the rules meeting because everybody needs to hear the rules, and Jack doesn't say, I don't know, I never heard the rules. No, nope, you got to be at the rules meeting, and that's where you got to pay up and register, get your entry fee in and stuff like that. Then Saturday morning, if you're around and not you know, out scouting, you can help with the kids' clinic if you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the things Steph and I really enjoy doing. And they give kids lures and rods and go out and drill them some holes, put them on some fish, get these kids catching some fish. Mm-hmm. You know, you've heard every line out there about why you would need to teach the next generation fishing. But honestly, it's just a lot of fun. Make it a good experience for the kids and you got them hooked for life. Oh yeah. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Now the other big tournament deal going on is the world championships. Now, you know, last year, if you were paying attention, Steph and the guys, they went over to Bulgaria. Steph, how was Bulgaria? <laughs> Bulgaria was brutal. <laughs> a lot of snow to wade through. And then once you drilled all those holes around the zone, it introduced a whole bunch of water to the lake. While the lake water came up through the holes and just flooded the whole top of the ice. Slush. So it was just slush city. It was the brutal conditions to walk in and fish in. But, you know, the boys did it. They survived. We all survived. <laughs> oh, there were some uh, stories I remember uh, talking to you guys when you were overseas. And the, the one van got stuck because a tree fell across the road. Yeah. Heavy snowfalls and winds. And, and up, somebody had a hatchet, I think, and they got through it. Drivers getting lost mm-hmm. trying to get to places. Just trying to get us to the, to the venue. Bulldozers up pulling you up and, and down the lost. mountains. <laughs> well, this year we're going to Lithuania. So, the next adventure. This we'll one, see what this one has to do. This one shouldn't have mountains. No, Lithuania, I guess, is a, a little bit more of a level country. But, yeah, the uh, Bulgaria was up in the mountains. That's yeah. why we had a big change in elevation. You had to go up and down, drive up there every day to fish. And that was, I mean, you look down the side of that mountain, she's pretty steep. So, it didn't bother me none because, you know, I'm like, what am I going to do about it? <laughs> I'm yep. long for the ride. <laughs> If we tip over and roll down the mountain, we'll all die. We're all going with us. 
Well, but some, otherwise, the trees will stop you. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's to some degree. You know, actually, uh, when you after I heard that story, I I did go to the hardware store and buy some little wire saws for us. Mm-hmm. They're going to be in our emergency kit now when we go overseas. <laughs> I'll give one to Uncle Myron. He'll have a big laugh about that. But, uh, yeah, we're going to Lithuania, and it's uh, actually right over Valentine's week is when we're going to be there. Yep. And uh, the Lithuanians won two years ago in Kazakhstan, and so now they're playing host, and they want to return the favor and show us a good time fishing. And uh, they've always been really good guys. Yeah, they said they're going to put us on some fish. Yeah, the little ones going to be a, a melee, and it's going to be uh, as fast as you can get them up, and you got to be smooth and yeah. They want a fishing contest, not a, a finding fish. contest. Yeah, not a get on a lucky hole contest or nothing. It's like you're going to get on these fish, and you're going to be reeling them, or hand lining them in as fast as you can, and up and down those holes. Yeah, so it, it's going to be uh, quite the deal with no wazzles. No wazzles. <laughs> oh yes. The infamous wazzle. Now, for those of you that don't know what a wazzle is, that's when you get a wind nut in your line. And you guys have to understand and remember that we're using palm rods with line that they measure in fractions of a millimeter. So they don't even talk about they don't even talk (laughs) about the weight that it Mm -hmm. holds. It's the diameter Mm -hmm. and how limber it is. So I mean and this line is not cheap. And the wind blows wrong, and you got a knot. Now, if you like our friend Anthony, yeah, fish through it until it breaks. Mm-hmm. Then switch. Then switch. But the guys carry multiples out there. So we're looking forward to our trip to that. Uh, we just got the announcement of the final roster of who's traveling. Mm-hmm. So if you go over to usaiceteam.org, you can check that out on our webpage there. And uh, we'll, we have a link for that on miiceguys.com. So we'll be looking forward to uh, going and traveling. Now, tryouts for 2021 have not been announced yet. Uh, but they did tell us that that's going to be in Estonia. Mm-hmm. So that's some interesting news as well. But, uh, yeah, we got a lot of things coming up that are going to be a lot of fun. Now, there's a lot of tournaments around. I know that the uh, Southwest Michigan Panfish guys are posting some tournaments already. If you aren't a member of one of the Facebook groups on ice fishing in Michigan, just put those terms in. You'll find those, and you'll get a ton of those uh, messages about in the groups about different tournaments that are going on, guys buying and selling stuff. They're really some great camaraderie on that stuff. So you should check that stuff out. Well, I think that's about what we got today. Doing kind of just an abbreviated episode because we're up at deer camp. But I brought the stuff and said, Steph, let's record. So just as well. We've had a good time up here at deer camp. We're looking forward to a great season. Looking forward to seeing you at the seminars and stop by and pick up some stocking stuffers. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, kids and grandkids – Got to get them hooked early. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, it's Chaz and Steph. Until we see you on the ice or at the seminar, you guys be safe. The ice is forming. Guys, be sure to check out miiceguys.com. Not only do we have our past episodes available for download, but we also have some recipes, our ice map, and some great product reviews. 
as well as some tips and tricks that you might be interested in. You can also follow us on Facebook, but remember, the source is miiceguys.com.